Hey, y'all. Welcome to the show today. It's not a planned show because we didn't know the Democrats were going to attempt an insurrection here in Tennessee today. But being local here, I've got the story for you. I even have some exclusive video that has not hit the internet yet that I'm going to be showing you of what happened at the Capitol today. And to explain the larger problem here in terms of what we're facing is the climate changes. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to dive right in. I'm going to show you the video if you haven't seen it yet that shows what went on today. But then I'm going to show you some video nobody's seen yet and uh, some additional stuff. So we'll, we'll hop right in today. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. So, I mean, you got to keep in mind here when we look at this, keep in mind the collective lunacy of the past two years and how they treated January 6th. But this is the third straight capital that has been stormed by Democrats in recent days over bills that simply, and I want to make this very clear, they simply stop children from getting sex change surgeries, okay? And in response, the Democrats and their activists have treated this as if it's a genocide. But now in Tennessee, it's a little bit different because we already passed these bills weeks ago, okay? They already became law. The governor signed them into law. Now they're bringing this on the backs of what happened this week, the tragedy at the school shooting that we had here in Nashville. And they're coupling that together with a call for gun control, but also to, you know, rage on about the law that we made that basically blocks Democrats from giving sex changes to children. So we're going to go right in with the video. Here we are. So I want to I want to stop right there. For those of you who don't know, I want to explain a few things you're not going to get from the mainstream media. The guy you just saw with the megaphone there, his name is Justin Jones. Okay, he was elected in the most recent election to the House here on a state level. He represents a district that is one of the most crazy far left districts you could possibly conceive of. Okay, so that's how he got there. When I'm about to tell you his background, you want to know who he really is before he got elected as a rep? He has been one of the top agitators in the state. Okay, and organizers of far left movements. In fact, he's been arrested multiple times for violence, including assaulting a member of the legislature. Okay, is that a shocker to you? It shouldn't be, because this is the direction Democrats are going. They're increasingly electing radical activists who are super far left, who are in this sort of Marxist camp where they want to destroy the fabrics of America. And that's where this guy falls into. The guy next to him is Justin Pearson, a similar activist who was elected in Memphis out of, again, a very far left district that he represents in the legislature. They are turning this into a clown show. And to be perfectly honest, we're going to watch some of these videos again. I want you to tell me it does not appear that he coordinated with these protesters. In fact, just so you can think about this all fresh, having this information, I'm going to play that video again. It's only 30 seconds. I want you to think about it in the context of knowing that he is good friends with all of these other far left organizers and that he happened to bring a megaphone in today to do this on the floor. And then I'm going to tell you the consequences of it because I've been speaking to people there at the Capitol today. And let me tell you, there are going to be consequences for this. So let me play it again. <laughs> No, I said no, 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 no,
So watching that video again, can anybody really tell me it does not look like that was coordinated? Because that sure appears to be coordinated. And wait till I show you this next video, okay? In fact, we're going to get to it in a minute. I'm about to show you a video of one of the older members of House leadership losing it on these two members and dragging them out, okay? It's quite a video. So we'll get to that in a moment. First, I want to remind you guys, like, subscribe, share this with your friends to get the truth out there. It's how the show grows is by you sharing it. We are a people-run show. A lot of times our topics are coming directly from you guys and the stuff you want to hear about, but we're bringing it to you straight. We give you the truth unfiltered without fear of being banned off YouTube or anything like that. If YouTube bans us, so what? We don't care. We have plenty of other platforms. We're reaching now millions of people a week, and it's been incredible. In fact, if you didn't know, we shot to the top of the iTunes charts for podcasts above all the mainstream media, and I mean all of the mainstream media, shows and podcasts because of people like you going to Apple Podcasts, subscribing, leaving reviews, and again... If you're on YouTube, you're on Rumble, you're on any of these other sites, I prefer Rumble a lot. You all know that. I talk about it all the time. Like and subscribe. That's what gets us to the top of the algorithm. But we're going to get deeper into this. First, before I get to that wild video of the Democrat leadership I was going to show you, I want to show you something else. These are exclusive videos that have not been seen yet online. Okay. These are videos from the House floor of this lunacy. I'm going to cut in and out, in and out of these because there's, there's some stuff to talk about here. <laughs> Again, tell me this was not orchestrated. You've got these two far left activists recently elected members of the legislature, one of which was previously arrested multiple times for violence. And they just so happen to have their little signs, their, their megaphone and their activists sitting up in the top floor area. Then they've got their other activists trying to storm the doors of the Capitol. And having to have that, that, you know, one of those members I showed you in that video er earlier getting pulled out by the police officers. We don't know yet if that was just being detained or if they were arrested. They should have been arrested. But beyond that, we've got to ask the broader question, what are the consequences of this behavior? I was on earlier with Jason Whitlock on The Blaze, and Jason and I discussed this very thing. And I've got to tell you, I truly believe that we are headed towards some very dark times, very, very scary escalated behavior frankly okay when we look at what is happening in our country look at the violence that happened this week from the trans mass killer look at these these activists that are going to the state houses behaving like this this is not normal behavior okay we are headed towards something very dangerous and i'll be honest is what i told jason i am afraid and i hope that i am wrong but i am afraid that this is going to escalate into somebody a key figure being killed and I hope that I'm wrong. But when you look at the landscape here, you look at the rhetoric being used, the language being used, the constant sort of lobs of attack saying that we have blood on our hands. I showed you guys this in, uh, on the show yesterday. They're saying we have blood on our hands. They're calling it a genocide. They're calling it all these things because we're passing these bills that simply say you cannot mutilate a child's genitals. You cannot cut off their breasts. You cannot give them hormones. You cannot give them puberty blockers. You have to allow them to wait till they're an adult and adults can make their own decisions. Me personally, I think that the whole thing is akin to this. If somebody comes into a doctor's office or to a hospital and they say, I want my arm cut off because I feel like I am you know, in, in this horrible state, I, I'm mentally disturbed because of this, 
and I'm not going to feel whole until my arms cut off. There's no doctor in America, or at least I hope not. I don't think there's a surgeon in America who would go and cut the arm off. Okay, period. Because we know what that is. We can all discern that that is a mental illness. And we used to be able to discern this previously about other issues. Now, I put that aside, though, in a legal context, in a broader constitutional context, I do think that what we did here in Tennessee is the right thing. We said 18, you're an adult now, you choose. But under 18, you can't do this. To equate that to a genocide or that we have blood on our hands or that we are literally killing people, which is what we've seen these activists say. I played the video yesterday. In fact, just so everybody's fresh, I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up again. This is the tenor and behavior that we're seeing at all of these. I was once a trans youth, and now I'm a happy 22-year-old trans adult student at New College of Florida. This is my health care. Ma'am? Okay. Don't tread on it. Senator Yarbrough has militarized the Florida GOP into the genital Gestapo. Ron DeSantis wants trans people dead. You are committing genocide. I grew up in Germany in the aftermath of Nazis, and what you people are doing is no different. This is transphobic, it is cruel, and you really should be ashamed. What you are doing by signing this bill is an act of war. The way it is as it is now, my people will die. And that blood, if you support this bill, will be on your hands. I'm 12 years old, I'm non-binary. If you pass this bill, many of us will die. I deserve to live as long as all of you. We are humans too. When I was two, I wanted to kill myself. By the time I was 15, I attempted to slice my own breasts off. I went to the ER. Did you hear that? He said when he was two, two, two years old, okay? This, what you just watched, that is underpinning the behavior of the Democratic Party. These are the types of activists in control of the priorities of the party, okay? The old guard, the old blue dog Democrats, they have lost control. They have lost control. Those people I just played, people like that are in control of the Democratic Party now. And as long as that is the case, they are not a valid, they're not a valid choice, period. For anybody considering multiple parties, you can't vote for a party that is being run by that lunacy, period. You can't. It's impossible unless you want to see our country destroyed. And I think when you understand that the comments those people made is what's underpinning this anger, this angst, this explosive rhetoric, you begin to understand what I'm talking about when I say I am afraid we are headed toward a very dangerous place where next is going to be killing somebody who is in a prominent position to make a statement. And I do fear that we may have copycat attacks as to what happened this week, which I consider even more, more disgusting and horrifying because they're killing innocent children. I hope I'm wrong. But when I watch videos like this and I see how extreme the rhetoric is getting, I have a hard time thinking I am wrong. I do want to show you one thing, and it's probably one of the only pieces of hope I've seen out of the Democrat Party in recent times, but it's not worth much. I'll tell you that because there's very few of these people left. There's an older member of Democrat leadership who did this. This is how the you know attempted insurrection today ended with those two numbskulls who started this whole thing in the floor. So let's play this video.
you gotta love the way she pushed him out of there. She was like, you're out of here. They had had enough. These two, I'll give those two people credit, okay? Those two older members of the legislature who are who are Democrats, they're kind of the old blue dog type. Um, they they push, they push those boys out. And you know, it may have just been embarrassment. It may have just been, hey, this is not good for the narrative. Now we have Democrat insurrections. I don't know what the what the purpose was in terms of what motivated them, but it, it sure made me feel good to see these two radicals get pushed out of there and get told off by these people. Because let me tell you, that's one of the problems here is people like those two young men who are now representatives in the legislature representing pieces of Memphis and pieces of Nashville, they were not told enough by adults in their life to knock it off. They were not told enough by adults in their life that not every single thing they did was special and perfect, okay? They were not told enough in life that they need to respect other people. They were not told enough in life that they need to act respectful and have a certain type of behavior when you're working with other people. Then nothing gets done when you act like a maniac. They weren't told that enough as kids. And that's how we ended up with this generation of lunatics who are going crazy, okay? I, 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 can't, I can't hide from this anymore. I can't pretend it doesn't exist. This is lunacy and everyone's got to wake up to it. Um, you know, we're going to go further with this. I want to talk about why this happened. And, you know, obviously the shooting underpins this, the, the trans ideology we talked about underpins this, but also the radical lobby of these people who want gun control laws is also at the center of this. Okay. And we've got to talk about it because uncomfortable conversation, it's been had many times, lots of arguments around it. I want to be very clear about something. The laws these young people are pushing, these two young men and prominent members of the Democratic Party are failed laws, okay? A lot of people would like to believe that in a perfect world, gun control laws would solve everything. It's just not true. I showed you guys yesterday the stats, the graphs, everything else show, showing you that the number one state for mass shootings in raw numbers over the past five years is California, okay? First thing a Democrat's gonna come back to you with when you tell them that is they're gonna say, well, that's not per capita. Per capita, what's the highest? Or they'll even make the claim, well, per capita, it's Republican states. That's not that's not the case. That's not true. Per capita, the worst state for mass shootings per 100,000 people, which is the statistic that is used for this, is Delaware. Delaware also run entirely by Democrats. And what state is number three worst for mass shootings? Illinois, another state controlled entirely by far left Democrats. California, Illinois, and Delaware have one thing in common. In fact, they have a number of crazy things in common. But one of those things they have in common is they all have all of these gun control laws that the left is pushing and trying to force on America. They don't work. If they did, there would be no mass shootings in those states. But that is just not the case. And what this has done is it's prevented us from having the real conversation we need to have, which is how do we just make these schools safer? And why are we protecting politicians and courthouses more than we protect our kids? It's very simple how we do this. I've been saying it, not just this shooting, but previous to this shooting, here's what we need to do. This will immediately lessen the number of mass shootings we see in America, and it may get us close to eliminating it over the course of decades. We need block grants, block grants that fund all schools, public schools, private schools, and give them all security, armed security. We need to fund the ability for these schools to have reinforced doors, bulletproof glass on the entry floor, okay? When you have that and you can't get a shooter to shoot through the doors like the shooter did this week, 
and you can't get them to shoot through the windows like previous shooters have. When they can't go through an entire building because, hey, there's security passes needed to get through the doors. When they can't do these things, it slows them down or stops them altogether. You heard it this week. The shooter themselves, they were planning a different target, but they didn't go to that target. Why? Security. The first target they had had too high of security, so they decided to go to that school instead. What if that school had had the armed security they deserve to have? In fact, there's even a loophole in Tennessee law. Right now, if you have a K through 12 school, you can have armed teachers if you're a private school. However, if your school has a pre-K or a preschool, you cannot have armed teachers. That hole in Tennessee law needs to be fixed. We need to allow those schools with pre-Ks and preschools to also have armed teachers. These are becoming hot targets for crazy people. We need to make sure our kids are protected. Those immediate steps of security, securing the building, the doors, and adding armed security or SROs, that will keep kids safe. And let's change out those gun-free zone signs with signs that say, this school is protected by armed teachers, armed security, and we will shoot back if you seek to harm one of our children. Because guess what? You know what all these shootings have had in common? They've been in gun-free zones. I visited my friend, Congressman Thomas Massey, last week in D.C., and him and I have talked about a number of things, but one of the things that he has said, and he just said it yesterday in a clip that went viral versus Jamal Bowman, the Democrat congressman from New York, who's just absolutely off his rocker, started screaming at Thomas, and Thomas asked him a very simple question. He could not respond to it. Thomas said, do you know how many school shootings there has been at schools with armed teachers? And do you know how many accidental discharges there have been at those schools? Jamal screamed and screamed and hemmed and hawed. He couldn't answer the question. Or maybe he didn't want to because the answer is zero. There have been zero mass shootings at those schools with armed teachers. There have been zero accidental discharges at those schools. So why aren't we taking something we know has been successful and getting rid of the gun-free zones, because guess what? All the schools that have had the mass shootings have been at schools with big old signs that say gun-free zone. It's time to go do that. Another common sense thing we should be able to do if the Democrats will get it together and agree with us is just have a very simple bill mandating that once a mass shooter is deceased or convicted, that we get full access to their medical records to show what drugs they were taking then we can catch a common thread between these mass shooters and find out if there's certain medications that make them more likely to become mass killers. That seems like an important thing to be informed about, especially for the psychiatrists who are doling this medication out. They need to know when somebody's more at risk by being given a certain medication. These are all the common sense things, but instead, here's the secret of Washington that nobody wants the public to know. They just make too much money off of all of the drama surrounding mass shootings. They fundraise off of it. Don't believe me? Go sign up for a mailing list for a couple of Democrats and see what they send you in the days after a mass shooting. It includes fundraising calls, demands that we pass gun control laws and that they're going to fight for you. When the truth is they know darn well we are not going to agree to gun confiscation. We're not going to agree to give up our gun rights because we live in a country with 300 plus million guns. This is not Australia. This is not the UK. This is not Europe. 
None of those countries ever had near this amount of guns. The genie's not going back in the bottle. We need to protect ourselves with guns. That's the truth. They know this is not going to change, but they just make too much money fundraising off of this. So they're unwilling to come to the table and do the common sense things that will actually make our kids safer. It's time for us to say this from the rooftops and demand that this behavior changes and do everything we can to make it change because we should be protecting our kids. And if you don't believe me that the party's been entirely captured by this transgender far left extremist movement, I wanna show you something else from today. This came out a few hours ago and I want you to keep in mind before I show you this. It has been days since a trans crazed killer murdered six Christians here in Nashville, including three little kids. I want you to keep that in your mind with what I'm about to show you. Joe Biden says that transgender Americans shape our nation's soul in an official presidential proclamation. And what I said is true. That tells you a lot about the soul of our nation. We are deeply sick. Because you know what? Joe Biden is not entirely wrong. He means it for different reasons than I do. I mean it to say that we are very sick and we need a revival in America. We need to go back to the values that form this country. We need to fight for freedom, liberty, love, God, faith, family. Not all this lunacy on the left. That's not what this country was born from. The problem is, is the left believes that they truly are the soul of the nation. These far left activists who are increasingly putting out more and more violent rhetoric. As long as that's the case, the Democratic Party has gone so far away from anything I can even conceive of remembering decades ago. You have to wonder what would be happening right now to people like JFK? I can tell you he wouldn't be a Democrat. And Democrats would be calling him a racist, a bigot, a homophobe, a transphobe. They'd be calling him every name in the book. Because you know what? We used to be able to have sane conversations, sane disagreements. We used to be able to haggle over this tax policy or that one. Those are no longer our differences. Our differences are vast. We have never been further apart as a country. The Democrats believe in an ideology that is wholly against everything we believe in as conservatives, really not even just conservatives, even classical liberals who believe in free speech and civil rights. Those people feel like they're miles and miles apart from these crazed lunatics running the Democratic Party today. So we've got to unite together with the same people, work together to get rid of these crazy Democrats who are destroying our country and posing a threat to everything we know and love. We've got to bring the rhetoric down and stop this behavior that is going on. It's dangerous. And I think I've illustrated why. I think this week illustrated why. It's not going to get better without us being vocal. I know I talk about this way too much, but just a reminder, remind your friends, remind your family, we cannot be a silent majority anymore. A silent majority is how we got to this point. Our silence is just simply telling the left we're too weak to stand up for what we believe in. It's our job to all speak up, have the uncomfortable conversations. Yes, you might lose a friend. Yes, you might lose a customer. Yes, it might not be the simplest or the most gratifying immediate thing. But you know what? 
that culture of immediate gratification, that culture of never wanting to be uncomfortable, it's what got us to this place. Stand for something or we are going to fall as a country. We need normal, everyday people to speak up, have the conversations, reject this insane ideology, stand up for kids, stand up for what's right, call it out. It's up to us. We need to be the adults in the room. I again want to call out, you know, our, our sponsors who allow us to do this. We've got great sponsors. You can see them in the description if you're on Rumble or you're on YouTube or Facebook. Claris, if you're here in Middle Tennessee, is a great healthcare alternative. You know, I've spoken out since the very beginning from the COVID pandemic about how dangerous it is to mandate all of these things, mandate masks, mandate the vaccines, all these things. I wanted a doctor where we go back to the old school. They come to you or you do telemedicine, okay? Bring a little of the new in with the old. They'll come to your house though. They do vitamin IVs. They do all the normal doctor stuff, but it's not like going to the doctor's office where they hound you and hound you over getting the COVID vaccine. They won't do that. They, they don't wanna push it on you. They want you to be in control and to feel comfortable getting your healthcare needs met. They're here in middle Tennessee. They're Patriots. Claris, look it up. It's concierge medicine. It's inside of my bio. There's a link there where you get a big discount. Go ahead and grab that. It's a fantastic company. My pillow, use the code Starbuck and you get 66% off or 67% off, something like that, um, of all purchases. They've been a fantastic partner, but my, my fave and the one that I think we really all need to be switching to is, it's very simple. These cell phone providers, all the big ones, you guys know which ones they are. They are woke companies. They, they invest their money into these ESG programs. And beyond the ESG programs, they then invest it into far left woke groups. I don't want my money going to that stuff. Switch to Patriot Mobile. They use the same service standards as all the major providers. You can keep your cell phone, keep your phone number. And it's great service, okay? And in terms of prices, competitive, they work everywhere. There's no excuse not to do it. If you go to patriotmobile.com slash Starbuck, you get free activation for your phones, keep your phone number, and know that your money is going towards causes you believe in. They helped flip so many school board seats this year. It's incredible because they care about the things we care about. We need to start supporting companies that support the right things instead of these other woke companies. I just saw yesterday, Kate Spade, a women's clothing brand, They've done a sponsorship deal with this guy, Dylan Mulvaney, who, who goes around pretending to be a girl. This stuff is offensive to our culture, to our faith, to our values. We've got to stop giving these woke companies our money and start working with companies that are in alignment with our values. That is the new patriot economy. It's the parallel economy and it's the future because frankly, like I said earlier, we are too far apart and we've got to have our own safe ways to be able to support our culture and our values. And one of the big problems in our country is we gave these institutions up, all of the big ones. It's why I'm so proud to see so many companies popping up. If you hear of a good one too, tell me. Sometimes I just suggest products and companies that are not sponsoring the show because I just believe in them. I believe in Patriot companies. There's one right now that I'm still vetting, but we're not even doing a deal with them. And I wanna tell you guys about them as soon as we're done with the vetting because they're just an incredible company from everything I can tell. And we need to start transitioning over to these Patriot-owned companies instead of giving these woke companies more of our money. Um, so that's the story when it comes to what happened at the insurrection at the Tennessee Capitol today. I will tell you this, this is the good news. There are, it looks like, I'm not gonna make any promises. I talked to people at the Capitol today it looks like there's going to be serious consequences for this little shenanigan that they tried to pull today. You can't do this stuff. They broke the ethics rules. 
it looks like they could very well be facing expulsion for the members who organized this. That's the good news. I'll bring you that when we have more. I hope you guys enjoy the show today. Please like, share, subscribe, send it to your friends. That's how you grow the show. Don't forget to do it on Apple Podcasts, Rumble, which is my favorite. If you don't have Rumble yet, get it. Thank you guys. Bye.